hello. Welcome to Life with the Girlfriends with Christine, Marie, and Julie. Hello, girlfriend. Hello, mama. Are you, how are you going to do this today after not being able to sleep all night long? I don't know why I couldn't sleep. I was just... It's funny because I was so impressed with myself. Not impressed. I just... I was like sticking to my plan, sticking to my plan. I'm like, I'm going to go... Do you know? Do my little reading, my little journaling before bed. Love it. Getting get all cozy. And it lasted for about three nights. Three nights, and then it, then last night, I just it um, was housewives night. It was housewives night, and I felt uh, I felt crazy after watching housewives. Yeah. Um, oh, I can see that. And then I started watching my FBI shows. Um, on oh, DVR. Did I miss my NCIS Hawaii? I don't know. You might have. Oh, um, I love that show now. Uh, it's such a kick-ass show. It's a kick-ass show. And there's all of the women that are kick-ass. And well, and I just love the fact that like, on FBI as well, you've got a pretty much a six one, six two in shape guy and a 5'9", 5'10", woman in heels who's also an FBI agent chasing down a perp and um you know the girl's not just keeping up she's winning the race between yeah Yeah. i love that i'm like what i was watching this happen i was watching big sky last night yeah you know and then the the the, they're into you know chasing the perps into a house and the door just slams open yeah and it's the girl that kicked the door down and she comes in first and she's in heels yeah as well i know? mean so we're and and i don't know if i feel happy about this or just like really, it's the new world girl yeah but so but the, the truth is i'm still in heels right yeah. i kick the door down i have to run faster than the guy and i still gotta do it in heels yeah why can't i break that rule and yeah. now i'm wearing nice practical flats that's Julie. practical flat. That's me. So it's so I'm just. And you cannot have that because that's the name of my new band. Practical flats. Yes. <laughs> How dare you! I love that game of the band. Practicalflats.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome. And here's our tour bus. Flats. Yeah. Well, I was a man, but now I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm a practical flats girl. Yes, I, I, I you know, first I was a, a shoe company yeah. that took, you know, plastic from the sea, yeah. <laughs> turned them into practical flats that can be washed on a regular basis. And then I, at oh, the you're same so time, eco. At the same time, every time somebody buys a pair of practical flats, you donate I, money I donate to the sea. No, no, not to, to the sea. To a homeless shelter. Oh, to the homeless people. So they gave a pair of practical flats as oh, well. Oh, so you're donating the practical flats. Yes. To the homeless shelters. Yes. Are to homeless people. Yeah, but the they, thing is, you ought to get next to those people that donate socks. That's exactly right. So because then, I refuse to have people couple. homeless and shoeless. <laughs> it's going to be homeless with shoes. Yeah, but you know what, though? Remember the housewives? Yes. What's their favorite charity? Homeless, not toothless. Homeless, not toothless. So mine would be homeless, not shoeless. <laughs> and, or sockless. Or sockless. Yes. Both those things. So yeah, I got to get together with the people who do the stocks. All of this, Jewel, because of practical flats. All of this because of practical flats. I, I found my next venture, you yeah, know, yeah. and I'll put that in my vortex. One, one, one more, more venture. One more. Oh, for heaven's sake. Here's the thing. We travel now. Julie has like 
a briefcase mm. for every business she runs. Yes. And so now we have like like three or four briefcases. Mostly it's every a flap for every business. <laughs> Every yeah, business. yeah, but and then the briefcase overflow, over, mm, yeah. overflows, mm-hmm. something like that. But anyway, we were just saying that you did not sleep last night, so therefore you're you're, you're a little off, you're a little crabby. Well, you know what? It was weird. I was watching. Uh, I have no idea why, but I like at the FBI series. They're stupid, mm-hmm. and but the music's good. Yeah, do, 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 do. like holy cow! This you is can so just serious. no matter ah, you, listen. So much drama. You and I know. No matter what you you can put down the crap, but yeah. you put down good music behind it. You're like, I'm all in, all in, yeah. And then, um, uh, um, so what we're doing? Okay, so anyway, watching FBI, watching FBI International, which I like that happens in Europe, yeah. <laughs> but there was one scene, and one of the FBI agents, I don't know any other names. It's just not good with names, like mm-hmm. I used to be, um. And uh, she was really getting upset by this case. And her partner's like, what's going on with you? He's like, she's like, and the, pay, the case, of course, was about trafficking. So this European fellow who's good on computers in uh, Budapest, or Budapest. Budapest. Budapest is, you know, is befriending all these young girls in the United States, mm. asking for like a little risque picture. They send it to him, then saying, I'm going to send this risque picture to your parents and everybody in your school if you don't go and send me a nudie picture. Oh, and, and no. And so he's blackmailed. He's sexually blackmailed yeah. all these the, young What girls. is that called? Sexploitation? Yes. No, and, it's... Um, sex blackmail. Sex, or, sex, uh, sex mail. No. Sex <laughs> Blackmail. Black. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either, but it's not good. No. And so the the one FBI agent's no, like... No, it's like blackmailing you for... For sex. sex. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a term for uh, it. There is. Um, uh, sexual blackmail. <laughs> we can't think of it, Julie. We know, I know. it. And it's so a thing. W- it's a real thing. I know it's a real thing. And like, <laughs> it's like, remember, he was the most evil man on earth. Yes. The most hated man on earth. Yes. Because he did this thing. He had a dark web website yes. that you could download. And I'm not talking just FBI International. So this black is male real. porn, what is it called? Black porn? Oh. Yeah, it's something like something like black <laughs> mailing porn. threats. Victim porn, no. No. Revenge porn. Revenge porn. That's right. That's Revenge it. Revenge porn. Like, if you don't revenge me, I am making you do porn. No, I'm going to make you do porn as a revenge. Oh, yeah, to get my revenge on you. <laughs> yes. Not if you don't revenge me. I'm going to make you do porn. And how do you like, <laughs> like, well, okay then. <laughs> That's kind of like, <laughs> if you don't do what I say, I'm going to make you eat chocolate cake. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, don't, I won't do what no. you say. <laughs> so, and then, I, and I know, I know, I know because... The this poor girl that would happen to it in real life, she told her mom. Her mom was like, "Honey, what's going on? You're acting strange." I don't want to tell you this, mom, but this happened to me. Yeah, I, I was. I here's what happened. I got hacked, and because I got hacked, out of a hundred pictures I took of myself, only one had me topless, <laughs> and that's the one the hacker got. And now he's going to send it to all my sorority sisters yeah. and my fraternity brothers. Yeah. And, and the mom got, she got mad. Yes. 
And you know what? Do, do not mess with a woman who goes for a mother who goes mad because she got mad. Yeah, and she had time on her yeah. hands. She had. She got mad. She, and had time. She was. Well, she was on unemployment, and so you don't she know had, that for sure. <laughs> you don't have any. Well, <laughs> how else could she do it? <laughs> she hello. Instead of she watching a, FBI <laughs> and <laughs> NCIS Hawaii, yeah, yeah. she's <laughs> she's taking care of business. Yeah, so she. She turns in, she's got some, okay, let's okay. Face, this woman this has got some favors she's calling in. Yes. She goes to the people that, and she goes, look at, listen, it's been a while, but you owe me a big favor. Find this guy. And, yeah. and here's all the information. Comes back, she finds the guy. Yes. She finds the guy. And he's done this to not just a hundred people, but a thousand people. Yes. And unfortunately, no one wants to take her seriously because they're blaming the victim. Yes. Like, well, why would she be doing The first thing the cops said to her was like, well, how come she was doing topless pictures? Yes. And that's none of your business. Also, this is where Dan Savage you got goes. hacked. We all, we all should take topless pictures and put it out there that no one yeah. can go be like. I love it. And then I'm like. I, I love still, it. I would do this though. Yeah. I would do this. Yeah. I would. I think that when I put my arm together, like I touch my, my hand touches my shoulder. Yeah. And then I take a picture of like where my elbow's at. Yeah. It kind of looks like cleavage. Yeah. And then I could like draw some little nipples, nipples on there. Yeah. And I can get a picture of yeah, it. Yeah, I totally and agree. I go, this is... Just out yourself. Out, this is me. Yeah. Or like, what if we What if we invent mm. some prosthetics? Yes. And I'm just like, one size fits all. Yes. And like, everybody's no. boobs look the same. What if we all do this? Yeah. From now on, all... And I see, I understand this. Are that lady in Canada, that school teacher? Yes. In Canada? Oh, that yes. has to That where it has the boobies down to her knees? Well, that's a different, a whole other topic. We just make them, we just make them all look like that and get the shock value over. Well, we, I was watching. I'm, Julie, what? I'm sorry. You got a plan here. This is good. This is good. This is this good. This is a plan. We go overboard. So if I, we say right now, moms out there, if you've got a daughter who's not acting right because she is being, you know, blackmailed being, sexually for revenge porn, yeah. you go, honey, we go all in. Let's talk about this, Let's honey. talk about how we can create yeah. the weirdest ass picture yeah. Yeah. so that if anybody sees it, you're going to go, like, yeah, what do we? Well, I don't know what I don't this know. is. I don't want that. I go. Do you think I look like that? Yeah. Is this really true? Is this it? Is yeah. this what you're looking for? Are you shamed? No, I'm not shamed. shamed. I go, this is crazy. This is crazy. I go. We go all in more. Yeah. You want this, and then then I want, and then and you go on. I'll do it. I'll send you something if yeah. I get a yeah. a D pick from you. Yeah. And then we find out mm. that the 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 revenge porn dude is not circumcised. Yes. So then we have a little quote unquote bris. Oh. And we circumcise him. Yes. Without any anesthetic. Oh, is this in reality? Yeah. Oh, can we just kidnap him? <laughs> I, think, I think at some point the we, F- get, we get back to him. The and then we take pictures of it. Yeah. And the circle of victimhood oh, is oh. complete. Are and- you saying. Did you say we hire the equalizer? No, I did not say we hire the <laughs> equalizer. I was thinking Queen Latifah. That would <laughs> save the day. Save the day, Queen Latifah. Because that would be perfect. It would be perfect. Yeah. But I'm just saying. All is well now. All is well in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the circle of violence is complete. <laughs> We've done it. But no, I was. you had asked me to watch this show called On Hulu. 
called um, Too Funny to Fail. Yes. And it failed, by the way. I begged you to watch it because I laughed my ass off. I laughed hysterically. It was great. I thought it was wonderful. And I'm going, oh my God, this is is really good stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's about Dana Carvey's show and how funny it was, but how all the missteps that had to occur for them to literally only be on for seven episodes. 1996, people. And it was, uh, you know, they wanted to do a little- At his height of his- Bang. He was on. He literally was on the Rolling Stones cover of the Rolling the cover Stones. of the Rolling Stones. But actually, he was on the Rolling Stones too. Yeah, <laughs> that no, Stone was no, rolling. No. He was on it. No, no, no. Um, and it was a really great show. But yeah. what I got was okay. There's they kind of, on their first episode. They thought it would be awesome if they had a scene or um, an they episode. Opened. They, they opened. opened. With because Dana, Dana Carvey, Carvey does a great impression of Bill Clinton. Yes, nineteen ninety six so people. He the 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 skit is he tells the the you know United States people that the world uh, yeah but mostly who they don't care the world yeah. doesn't care just the United States okay people. like hey I know Hillary's a little rough around the edges I've got her locked up for the and, next forty eight years she's locked up she's and not going to be she's trying, trying to get, get out, out but she can't no so I'm going to be the father and the mother of this country for the next forty eight right. years and to prove it I've been taking estrogen hormones and then Dana Carvey opens up his he rips t- his, rips shirt, his shirt off and he has prosthetic boobies and teats and he then starts milking a baby. <laughs> Breastfeeding a He's baby, got six by the way, six teats, six teats from each side, and you know they start handing him puppies. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's not only he's not only breastfeeding a baby. Real milk comes out. It's mm-hmm. a fake baby, by the way. No baby was harmed in this. But, but real puppies. But real, the most ador- okay. If I ask you, Rathaban, what is the most adorable, iconic puppy in the in the world? Golden Retriever. Yes. That's, and they had three yeah. golden retriever puppies yeah, that yeah. they used. And, um, and they and had a little the, kitty cat. And a little kitty cat. Yeah. And it was like, this is wild. Yeah. And at that moment, though, everybody said, this is the worst show ever. ever. That's right. Worst show ever. Well, and, and, and here, here's the thing. The ABC gave, they had seven, they had seven weeks to put the team together yes. and put on seven shows. Eight shows. Eight shows. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And 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 two weeks before this uh, was set to go on, ABC was bought out by Disney. Yes. And and these guys were, these were at the height of their, these were, they called themselves pirates. Yes. They called themselves nerd pirates. They called themselves rebels. It was a, a young Louis C.K., um, a young Robert Smigel. Yes. I think that's his name. Um, a young Steve Carell. A young Steve... Co- Stephen Colbert. Colbert, yeah. yeah. And these guys were like... at They were... They had this wild aesthetic... Yes. ...of the world. And they were wanting to break boundaries. Yeah. And they they said we're not going to even draw a line in the sand. No, we're going to do what we want to do because they they got this go ahead. Yeah, and and Dana was in for it because he's like, I'm really tired of being church lady. I'm tired of doing President Clinton and President Bush, you know, and like swing or you know yeah. Wayne's World. And he yeah. was just tired of it, right? And he wanted to do something more mature. Edgy. And he thought, yeah, he thought that. It, the this this time slot was like the very last time slot, right? 
9.30 p.m. Pro- so problem Very is two weeks before they get bought up by Disney, Disney like want, wants to see this and like go, oh, my God, we're the company of Kermit the Frog. Yes. This guy is, this is not going to happen. Right. And they're, so they're trying to do this. And, and then um, they also have a lead in of home improvement which was the number one show yeah and like it showed and like it it would had like the very first night it had a very special home improvement yes you know this happens to some families the the worst thing ever to lose a child or to think about losing a child you and know, the cutest very, of the three kids yes has, they think might have cancer a very special home improvement yeah Followed by the Taco Bell Dana Carvey show with the, and they were like, and they said that they had paid special, a lot of money to have all these people that do the ratings on their home. And they said within the first five minutes, they lost 6 million viewers it just, that they had from home improvement. Yeah. They just couldn't keep them. They couldn't keep them. And it was a totally different audience. Yeah. And they would have probably kicked ass if it went to HBO. Yeah. But somehow they wanted to go to ABC. Yeah. They won. Yeah. But this thing is worth seeing. It's a documentary. I laughed Too so funny incredibly to hard. Yeah. I laughed so incredibly hard. Yeah. There is one thing called Grandma Clown. Grandma the Clown. Grandma the Clown. And they... And I, it wasn't funny, but it was hysterical because she comes out, she's a woman in her 80s. I mean, she actually is a, a woman in her 80s. Yeah. And the first thing is her walker has big clown feet where there used to be tennis balls. <laughs> and I thought, oh, attention to detail. Yeah. That's hysterical. Yeah, it is. That's hysterical. Yeah. I loved it. I yeah. loved every part of that. Yeah. And, uh, um, but everything else was done so slowly. You're just going... I don't know what I'm witnessing here, but this is genius. Yes. This is genius. Yeah. And the kids were like, you know, they were they were gonna they had a little bunch of kids there and they were all excited. Grandma the clown, they were and all you could just see on their faces is dismay. Yeah. Like, wait, what? She's not even she every she's moving slow. Yeah. Like a pie was gonna come yeah. to her face and it was like taking forever to get this pie to yeah. her face. Anyway, it was <laughs> it was like us, Julie. Before their time. Before their time. Yeah. Exactly. We were we were always just a little ahead of the curve here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Can I, I want to talk a little briefly. I, we got a video from Cousin Jamie a day. My hey, aunt. Cousin Jamie. My great aunt, Aunt Ruthie, turned 99 yes. this week. Oh, my God. I know. And first of all, we're sorry that we missed her birthday. We never do. No. But, but we gift, sent her a gift, a gift is on, is the, on way. the way. Yeah. So it should arrive Today or tomorrow. Yes. Make sure. I don't know because I got an email saying it's like they're out of stock no. and they're going to push it to next week. So we'll no, see. No, really? I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, and oh, so I was like, no. oh. But, you know. It's coming, right? It's coming. Yes. And so, um, and it's so wonderful. It's so the first thing, she sent us a couple of videos and she was talking about uh, what it was like going to school when she was a young girl. Yeah, 90. And, and has things changed? Yeah. And the first thing that Ruthie said was, honey, that was like horse and buggy times. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, we don't, we forget. Yeah. Kids born day have no idea what it really was no like. No idea. Just 100 years ago. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to live to be 120 and we will, by the time 120 comes around for us, they literally might be contemplating 
dropping their consciousness into an avatar so that they can then leave to go to to Mars or you know yeah where mm-hmm. wherever right and um and uh so i'm i'm just like didn't I, you want to just like i was just so happy to see aunt ruthie she's just so she looks precious. the exact same way she has always looked to me yeah the exact same and way and her hair looks so great her hair looks beautiful yeah and she speaks the same way her voice is so clear yeah and she's just um she's just an amazing woman but yeah. she talks about these stories yeah a little bit and i hope i'm not breaking anything they're such adorable stories but she talks about how she went to school for the first day like the pastor comes and says you gotta go to school young lady she's like five years old and she wasn't six yet and she you know she was so scared that she said she tinkled on the floor because because <laughs> also the the bathroom was way away from the building like, like it was a probably way outside an outhouse yeah you know and the poor little girl she's five years old you yeah. know they can't hold it in yeah they i mean they're not wearing pull-ups <laughs> you no. know it's like it's just and it's so sweet because i'm like do I even remember anything from my first years of school? Right. I remember that my teacher had red hair. My kindergarten teacher had red yes. hair. Yes, she Mrs. did. Mrs. Redenbacher. Yes. And I had a... I had no, a, it wasn't a, Redenbacher. Oh. <laughs> no, you're right. It wasn't. This is Redenbacher. Because that, <laughs> that... That... Mrs. Rediger? What the hell's her name? Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Redenbacher. Is the popcorn place? Yes, I get you. Okay, I was wrong. This is Rediger. 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 Yeah, this is Rediger. I think I said something reddish. And so I then talked to her. She's like her teacher of all time. Yeah, you know, if you've got a really, I adored her. By the way, you were very lucky and blessed. Yes, and you were supposed to marry her son. Now she wasn't. Was she in the Lutheran school or was she yes. in the public school? Lutheran. Okay, that makes sense because I remember I was still going to the Lutheran school in my kindergarten year. Yes, and um, you know I remember I remember crying my eyes out because listen, my grandmother from the day I was born, we had these albums and stories about the the Old Testament stories in the Bible and we'd read along and we'd listen to them. I must listen to a thousand and one times because what else are you going to do? <laughs> we did not have computers or internet or even video games back oh then. Oh my God, you had to learn about God. I had to learn about God. No. Oh, and it was very fascinating. No. And the, I give credit to the album because it had like sound effects and with the ark it had the storm coming and like lightning and oh my God, it was so scary. <laughs> But I remember, you know, being told about Jesus Christ and and how he died for our sins. And I remember like crying my eyes out in kindergarten. It's a pretty extreme story for a kid, for a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah. And sitting on her lap. And I just kept saying, Mrs. Redenbacher, (laughs) Mrs. Redenbacher, why? Why Jesus? Why kill Jesus? He's the best guy on earth. Best guy ever. Yeah. He's healing the sick. It was sick so funny because I, I used poor. to, we, what I, my, my job was, uh, we, I had, was renting apartments and, yeah. and I would have to stay in the apartment all day long. Yeah. People would come to look at the apartments and you, usually she just, when she would, she would take you, pick you up and take you home. Yeah. And usually she just dropped you off and yeah. you ran right in. But that one day. She comes walking in with yeah. you. And I went, oh, no. My first thought was, oh, what God, happened? what, what happened? happened? You know, you're in kindergarten. What's going on? 
And uh, she said, you know, Julie had a hard day. And I went, oh, no. What? And I could tell because you had, whenever you cried, your forehead got really, really red. Right. And you came in and your forehead was so red. <laughs> and um, and she goes, we learned about, we learned about, we talked about Jesus today and him dying on the cross for our sins. And I went, oh, no. <laughs> Why? No. I subject. Julie cried. Julie used to cry when... Um, you know, goodbye, my my love. Goodbye, it's hard, hard to die. die when we were singing in the sky. You were so, like two years old when that song came know, out, it was a and you would be song. in the back seat of the car, just bawling. <laughs> goodbye, my love. It's hard to die. I know. There's just some things you like. Oh, this yeah. is so sad. And so I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. And I had to, you know, she left, and we talked and we chatted. You yeah. and I. And I, I think, I hope I calmed you down a little bit. Yeah, you did. You said, don't listen to the propaganda. There's no such thing as God or Jesus. It's a whole lie. <laughs> I'm only taking you to the Lutheran school because I promised your grandmother. All those Lutherans and your uncle who's a Lutheran minister, I promised them. But no, it's a lie. No, you didn't say that. <laughs> I go, Mama, is Santa Claus a lie? No, he's totally real. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I always, we start, I say, go, Julie, yeah. how do you spell Santa? Oh, that's right. What I used to say? Satan. <laughs> I used to go, S-A-N-T-A or S-A-T-A-N. And I'm like, oh my God, you're right, Mom. Santa and Satan might be the same person. Be the same. Just a little jumbled up. Yeah, because... Why else would he want to share our Christ's birthday? Yeah. You know? Yeah. He saved ah. it. He had changed Either his name materialistic a yeah. or spiritual. Exactly. Your choice. Your choice. Well, we know uh, which way the world goes. Yes. I choose both. Yeah. I choose. <laughs> I choose. It's fun to be materialistic. And it's also much sweeter to believe that God's, you know, Jesus Christ and talk about his story That's and all right. that stuff. Thank you. It's all good. It's all good yeah. all the way around. So we really want to, want to wish Aunt Ruthie a belated happy birthday, 99th yes. birthday. Definitely. A sweet, sweet. And I said to, I said to Normano, I go, is it, why is your family so much nicer than my family? I just, and then you said, it's contrast, mother. <laughs> I guess your big, big. Uh, as a, I know. At your, at your, That's my big word right now. Your, contrast. It's just for us seeing contrast. Yeah, we're mother. just seeing contrast everywhere, mom. And no like, big deal. I don't. I just don't understand it, though. Yeah. Like hardly anybody in my family is nice, or was nice. Right. Uh, I think that there's a pocket of negative energy over Southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Oh, that little town of Belleville, mm-hmm. because I don't know. Hardly anybody there that is uh, thought it was a great area. <laughs> you know, like yeah, right. like people were happy. Right. I I, I don't have happy. T- and here's the here's the thing. I would go to summers and spend a little time with your mom and dad. Yes. I didn't have any friends around me. No. I didn't know anybody. But I would spend more time with my grandmother and and you know in that small farmer community. I knew I knew ten or fifteen people around in Litchfield. There. You mean yeah, in Litchfield. Yeah. Well, that's because you know they were there their whole lives. Yeah. Number one, and also like my mom and dad both worked in St. Louis. Yeah. So they you know but I mean we, we had church people 
but we there was nobody in our block that went to our church. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so it's just it was just is what it was. Yeah. Your mom and dad though had the the prettiest house, had the smallest house in the block, but the biggest yard. Yes. Yeah. You, know, you were you had the double lot, smallest house, mm-hmm. but it was a beautiful piece of property. Yes. And this cul-de-sac kind of sh- yeah. street. Yeah. You know. It was, it really was a nice home, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I want to talk about? Tell me what you want to talk I about. I want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? And I've been because I've been thinking about this this week. Okay. I want to talk about people who are golden. Mm. I and like now, it. Here's here's what I want to talk about. This okay. And you don't and you and you you got to think about this. Okay. So when we were listening to the story of revenge porn, yes, and. Mm-hmm. This mother who, after five years, she's like the hero of this story. Right. And it's not True just crime that she... story. Yeah. It's not that she just saved her daughter. Mm. She saved a lot, a lot, a lot of people, a lot yes. of women. Yes. Uh, you know, from this, this, really, this guy who was just... Probably they say he might have been an incel. I don't right. know. Right, right, right. But a horrible, most hated man on earth. Right. For what he did. And can I ask you a question now? Yeah. Go back to the word incel, which means involuntarily celibate. Correct. Now, I just, if there's, if there, I don't know if this is our demographic for the show. The incels. <laughs> the incels. <laughs> but if it is, I'm telling you right now, the best way to not be an, to be, first of all, no longer be in, involuntarily celibate, you get to change two of those words. You know, you can you change involuntary to voluntarily. I volu- I am voluntarily being celibate. Right. Be- a lot of monks do. Yeah. A lot of spiritual people. Yeah. A lot of sex addicts who want to kind of cleanse themselves. Right. A 12-stepper. A 12-stepper. Or, you know, like, hey, to be non-celibate, to start having sex, How about work on yourself. involuntarily <laughs> non-celibate? I was thinking about that in my mind and yeah. I'm going, that doesn't really work because that's kind of like rape. <laughs> Being involuntarily non-celibate. Yeah. Yeah. So who are, like, so are women raping you or what's the dealio? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't don't, go Don't don't, don't be rapey, Julie. Yeah. Don't. But I'm thinking it's just, first off, don't hang out with more incels. Yeah. Because you, what you are is the, the sum of your, of your peer group. 100%. So if, if you don't want to be involuntarily celibate. Hang around. Don't hang around with involuntarily celibate people. And don't hang around with other incels. Don't don't do it. Just, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Work on just yourself. Just say no. Give yourself a year to work on yourself. You know, just totally like throw Be yourself kind into a to career. Yourself. Throw yourself into like creating a hobby. Get you know, become you know. I just saw a yeah. video for Peloton, mm-hmm. and it was Christopher Maloney. Doing a nude video for Peloton. He's working out naked. A totally nude. And He's Christopher pixelated. Maloney is Law and Order dude, Elliot Stabler. Oh, the 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 person that we named our dog after. Yeah, Elliot Stabler Peters. And you yeah. know why? As Dad says, he's got a heart of gold, mm-hmm. and he always gets his man. And so now I- we know. Now we also know he's got. A body of steel. Oh my God, he's a bit Heart beautiful. Of gold, body of steel. Body of steel. And uh, and, um, and that just takes time. Yeah, it takes time and it takes energy. And, and but it was so inspiring because I'm looking at it and I'm going, he is sixty plus years old, and he. I'm not saying he hasn't done injectables like a little testosterone, a little bit of human growth hormone. I don't know. I don't think so. I, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't look like that. No. But he does look, he's, he looks like he's been 
hitting the bag. Yeah. And I kind of dug it when his balls hung down to the floor a little bit. Yes. And exactly. they, they pixeled them out. Yes. The, but they had long, those were, those were fairly long pixels. First off, mom, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way he literally was nude on. <laughs> People be like, what's going on? He, he can wear some underwear. We just got to pixelate it out no matter what. I see what you're saying. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I say what, how, wherever your mind goes during that, you go. Yeah. You go, girl. Yeah. You go. Well, I'm going back. To, here's where I'm going. I'm going back to mm. the mom. Yes. Yeah, I, you're, you're, here's the point I want to make about okay, her. Okay, go for okay. it. Okay. She did rescue the day. She's a pretty cool cat. But we, she was being interviewed on, on Adam Carolla. Yes. And it comes to find out that when she was nine years old, mm-hmm. this mom, mm-hmm. who is now in her 50s maybe? Yeah, uh, I'm not really probably. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, when she was nine, she saw... Uh, Tom Jones do a, I don't know, sing a song on TV. Yeah. And I don't know, what to do, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, go it's, ahead. It's not unusual to be loved and, by anyone. Yeah. And okay. she fell in love with yes. him. And she fell said, I am going to marry Tom Jones. Yes. So Tom Jones is 20 years older. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was 29 at the time when she yes. was nine. And she told all her friends. Yes. And they... They they just laughed her out of school. Exactly. But it did not diminish her obsession with him. So at 12, she began, I think, maybe stalking him. I don't know, but finding out where he was playing. And she would take babysitting money or whatever and go see him. Right. And try to learn everything she could about him. Yes. So then when she was 15 or 16, she found out he was being, I think... Uh, he was going to be playing in Vegas. Well, tell us this, this story about uh, oh, who's the the piano player that also that married his cousin, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes, so, that's right. That's right. Okay. So yeah, I forgot that part. Yes. So, so she, fifteen, sixteen, they she goes to a concert with Jerry Lee Lewis. A Jerry Lee Lewis concert because she hears that Tommy or. That Tom, he and Tom Jones are friends, and yes, and he comes out. He might even play a little bit and so forth. And what 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 ter- what uh, Jerry Lee Lewis is known for? Um, Surprise! If, if you're you know just if you're kind of in the know, yeah, you know that he married his twelve year old cousin. Yes, when he was like in his thirties, I yeah. don't know, but so anyway, <laughs> we could be off about the days a yeah, little bit. But yeah. she was she was somehow she couldn't get into the show. Because it was sold out. So she pretended that she worked there. And then she was helping. Somehow she began directing people to seats. Yeah. And she directed herself right into the front row. Yep. And so she got to see the concert from the front row. And after the concert, she was directing people out. And Jerry Lee Lewis's manager came out to her and said, uh, would you like to meet Jerry Lee? He'd like to <laughs> see you. Yeah. And she went, sure. Yeah. So she walked back and met Jerry Lee and uh, and uh, didn't. I think he asked her if he, she wanted to stay. Right. The the story goes like this: Jerry Lee Lewis goes, "Hey, I'm gonna get undressed right now and change my clothes. You can either stay or you can step out. Either way is fine with me." Mm-hmm. She goes, "Well, mm, I'm gonna step out." Right. So while she's stepping out, she steps out with Jerry Lee Lewis's manager. Yes. And she has this little conversation as a 16-year-old. Or 15. Yeah. I hear you're Tom Jones's manager or friend right. or something like that. And he, Well, she, she, they talk and she goes, hey, can you... 
can you want to meet Tommy? You want to get together? He would like to take you out tonight. Mm-hmm. Tommy, whatever, not Tommy Lee Jones. Jerry Lee Lewis. Lewis. Jerry yeah. Lewis. Yeah. I didn't mean to step on your words. Go for no, it, No, is it, is it Jerry Lee Lewis? Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know now. It could be not Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> is it some other name? Jerry Lee I don't, Thomas. I don't know now. No, it's not, okay. I don't know. I but know. everybody knows that dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so he said, Dennis Quaid, would you like to go out to dinner movie. with him? Yeah. yeah. And she says, not really. You know, yeah. he goes, well, who would you like to? I know a lot of people. Who would you like to go out with? She goes, Tom Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, he listed, she said he listed names and names yeah. that he could hook her up with. Yeah. Because that's what and then, manager did at the time. Yeah. They whored out 15 year old girls yeah, to their. And that was perfectly okay in those exactly. days. Exactly. Not today, people. No. Oh, no, no. not today. Um, so go ahead. Oh, want me to talk about it? Well, okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, so, so then, so then he said, he goes, well, you know what? I don't, I know Tom Jones, but not really well. And I'm sure, you know, you're cute enough. I'm sure you could meet him someday and go out with him someday. I'm sure it's totally okay to do. And so, oh, so he didn't. No, she did not set. No, he did not set her up. With no, him. that was the wild part. Oh my god! Just okay. him encouraging, her. encouraging her. Right. She felt the Gave impetus. Yeah. And in the hubris to go after Tom Jones. Yeah, and she was just like, we were literally 15 or 16 at the time. So, yes. So, the next three years, she follows him to concert to concert, yeah. learns more about him. He yeah. makes makes a little money here, spends a little money there. And finally... I don't I don't know how old she is. I think she's only 17. Okay. At the time where she, she knows he's in Vegas. Yes. She finds, she pays a um, a guy... Uh, you know, on just a bellhop, yeah, to find out what floor he's on or whatever, and to get she gets a room on the same floor. Oh my gosh, which yeah. I don't understand. How. Yeah, and and then she kind of she rents a costume. Oh, that's right, because she she wants Tom to think that she's a dancer or something. Mm. So she gets this one of those feathery, Hollywood or no Vegas showgirls. Yeah, fe- Vegas showgirls. Lots of feathers. Lots of yeah. Lots of sparkles and all that stuff, and so. And so she also asked the guy, when does he come to his room? When yeah. So she has his schedule. And so during this whole time, she is, happens to be there mm-hmm. whenever he's going into mm. his. Right. And, and, and somehow it, she meets him then. Yes. And then they go out to dinner. Yeah. And at some point, they start dating. Yes. And she says that he was she was a virgin before he met before they started dating and that's all she says about that uh, and she also said that he kept asking are you sure you want to go to you know go out go back to my room tonight are yeah, you sure are you sure you want to go out to dinner and then go back to my <laughs> room and she's like well, wait a minute i guess he's really asking me and we're gonna have sex tonight so are you sure are you down yeah. for this yeah this is gonna happen your girlfriend yeah. you know and listen, all the movie, all the music back there, back then, was all these older guys singing about how they just, girl, you'll do, be do, a do, woman do, soon. Do. Yeah. Soon, you'll understand everything that I'm going to teach you. <laughs> or like, hey, don't give me that look because you're not old enough. You know, or, you yeah. know, what's that yeah. song about? Girl, it's warm where you're touching me. <laughs> I like the one where I dropped her off in my Chevy van yeah. and she left her shoes there, but I'll be back again in another year. I'll give them to her then. <laughs> I mean, just crazy, crazy, yeah. uh, lots of uh, weird, weird yeah. 
pedophile songs. Yeah. But anyway, she dates Tom Jones yes. for three years. Three whole years. Three whole years. Three whole great years. She said they were wonderful. The best years she, of her life. She loved it. And one day, after, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I think they had a conversation or something about children. Yes. He asked her if she people going to have an abortion if she ever got pregnant. Yes, that was that. That guess that was really wasn't a conversation about children. No, it was a conversation about abortions. Abortions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a conversation about children. Really, 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 Adam. Was it a conversation about children <laughs> or and not she children? Said, she goes, and, and you know, in those days, it really was a little different because now you want to have you want to have babies by or don't no, you. Yeah, you do want to have babies by celebrities. Right. Yeah. I guess she did too. Yes. She goes, yeah, I want to have a kid. No, she just said, if I got pregnant, I wouldn't want to have an abortion. Oh, sorry. Which is a big difference that I want to get uh, pregnant. I'm just saying that if, if we're fornicating and that happens, I know how babies are made. Listen, if but if I'm if you're taking the pill, if you're taking if you're wearing a condom and I'm taking the pill, if there were pills back then, I don't know. I don't know either. You know, if if the rhythm method wasn't working out, you know, I think the pills were vitamin D's. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, it kept kept her immune system going. Yeah, and so he goes, "Okay, good to know. <laughs> good, good to know, honey. Good to know." And she said. Um, the next day, yeah, she was getting ready to get dressed, and she gets a knock on the door from his manager. Yes, and just said, "Tom's breaking up with you." Uh, and she's like, "Wait a minute, why are you telling me this?" Yeah, I was with him for three whole years. I thought we had something. Yeah, he goes, "Nope, done." See, because when you're famous, you can ghost people through your manager. Yeah, you didn't need a phone. You don't. You didn't need texting. Nope. You, you just, just ghosted him. You just needed a manager. Told the manager, "Hey, get, yeah. you know, let this kid down easily yeah. for me, will you?" But so, but but here's the thing too now, so she said she was brokenhearted, yeah, and she was brokenhearted for many many years. She said, and then she met him again, yes, and they had dinner, and he wanted to start uh, re reengaging in yes. some sense, yes. But she told him no because she was already dating somebody else, but not was he was he famous? No, but he had dated other. She had dated other people that were famous. Yeah, who were they? I couldn't remember. Oh. Uh, but but anyway, I just felt like she was golden. She was golden, even though she said she had a horrible upbringing. Yeah. Like her family, her ch her childhood was horrible. Kind of the same as like Jules' childhood. Kind of just oh, horrible, yeah. filled with abuse. Yeah. But okay, but I'm telling you. Yeah. But and here's the thing: if you're at nine years old and you go, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm going to date this guy or maybe marry him," yeah, and then you actually get to meet that guy. That even that to me that's golden. It's golden. It's and golden. then Jewel, yeah. she's golden. She's definitely golden. She, I mean, living in a car. Yes, she almost dies. Right. She's like so sick, and she goes to the emergency room. But a doctor room. comes and sees her. She goes to the emergency room. They turn her away. Yes. She's got sepsis, sepsis, or yep. something like that. Yep. The, and she's in the parking lot in her car, and she's like dying basically. Right. And the doctor comes out, and he just says. Here's some antibiotics. If you can get to my office, come see me. Right. I'll and take care said, of you for free. He, he took care of her for a year. Yeah. Until she was well enough and back on her on her feet. But everywhere she went, even though she was broke, poor, everything, people recognized something in her. Yes. And she was in a little coffee shop. A little coffee shop that 
in like Portland or someplace or Seattle. No. Where? South. Go um, San Diego. Oh, San Diego? At the time. Oh, yep. Okay. But, but people like record labels were Sony yeah. were coming to see her. Yeah. And, and like there was like a bidding war for signing yeah. her. And where most people would have just said, this is awesome. And uh, she said, I went and bought a book because I'd heard, you know, just things that maybe a million dollar contract is not that great. Right. And so she went and bought a book about know everything about the music business. Yeah. And she read that, no, you've got to do this. And so she bet on herself. Right. Even though she still was living in a car. Yeah. And exactly. All she had was, yeah. I mean, so I'm not saying that. And I must, I guess what golden doesn't mean like you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth. It's like golden, like these circumstances seem wild. And like, how does one person pull themselves out and become this, like a jewel? Right. You know, a, a literal jewel, right? Yeah. And I actually you're saying about golden because I think what also you mean is that. There are people that no matter what circumstances are given, yes. they can turn it into a masterpiece. Yes. It always propels them for something better. Yes. Not even it's not even a lateral move. It's no. a better move. No matter it's, what. It's, it's always so, you know, several I'll tell you what, you wouldn't think that Jewel, whose mom stole millions from her. Right. And at some millions. point after her big success, she finds herself six million dollars in, in debt, debt yeah. from her mom. Yeah. Um, she says, Well, my dad was you know, blatantly abusive. My di- my mom was insidiously abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was able to, because she had trained herself. And I love this because in this, in this interview that we heard, she talks about nature versus nurture. And she said, yes. and she said, I was so riddled with panic attacks. And that at some point I said, okay, this is what nurture gave me. I'm homeless. I'm, I'm riddled with anxiety. Um, and what do I do? I'm going to work on my nature. What if my nature could be just happy? And she goes, I worked on being happier. Yeah. Nothing changed. Yeah. I was still homeless. Right. I was still doing this. But I worked on being happier. I, and, and once I decided that nothing mattered more to me than I was happy. Right. Life got life, better. Life got better. Life got better. And, and like she, she made a choice between her circumstances or her happiness realizing that no matter what your circumstances you could be happier and i do believe that that changed yeah her well i, I well, here's i totally agree because here's the thing she's golden i'm more bronzer you know i'm a more bronze kind of person meanness i've had i remember when i had uh, a couple of sports nutrition stores and the internet was getting bigger and bigger and people were ordering more and more and they just were losing their vigor, you know? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to close these stores up. And I remember crossing the bridge, this huge Mississippi to get to my store and going, I'm not going to be able to make this. Cr- I cannot physically drive over this bridge. Yeah, I remember just that. all this anxiety. Yeah. So I started going, okay, well, I'm going to have to change my mind. This is just an anxiety attack. I know what this is. I'm going to be okay. And that was a long effing bridge. It was a long And so I, and I had a bucket full of change. And I threw change into another bucket, crossing the bridge while I'm singing, 
um, Natalie Merchant song, Thank You. I know, or, oh, thank you. Yeah. I thought, I I thought it was, thank you, thank you. I thought it was, I want to thank always you. look on the bright no. side of life. No, because it's true that that song is horrible. <laughs> but no, I always say the thing, sing the thank you song. And just keep doing it over and over again. I crossed the bridge, got to work, dealt with a day. Mm-hmm. And I say bronze because... You know, I got through it. I had other opportunities. I took mm-hmm. advantage of other opportunities. Mm-hmm. I did not become a multi-platinum record producer, mm-hmm. a record record you know record writer. Or, you know, I didn't become. You know, I didn't become. You didn't, don't you? you no, didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have the impetus to solve crime. Julie Marie. I became. I still was my true nature of just like I'm a normal girl. Who's trying to do to better her life? Some things work, some things just don't. Just a girl, just who a, loves girl. a boy, exactly. Living in a small town. Yeah, I'm a, I enjoy being a daughter. I enjoy that. I love you know, that. All that good stuff. But see, I'm not golden. I'm just, no. I'm just bronze. And but you know what though, in in my life, you are golden. I, you know because you love me, and I take that golden um, idea from you. And if without you in my life, I would be less than bronze. I would have a participation score, and that's. Most people in the world, right? A participation trophy. A participation trophy, right? Yeah, participation. Can I can I talk one time yeah. more about Richie Stevens? You can talk about. Because I don't think you've mentioned him at all. Today. No, I didn't. But again, this was another, and I I just I am fascinated. That's uh, this is another Adam Carolla interview. Yes, and this guy is uh, he's um, an Irish dude. Yes, and he was. From Ireland, mm-hmm. and he was in a gang in Ireland, mm-hmm. and just he was just a basically drug drug guy. Yes, he comes to America, and looking for another gang because that's all he knows. Right, and he gets in with an Asian gang. Yes, and he begins uh, selling drugs and doing drugs mm-hmm. for them. And this is a, a majorly bad. They're like bad mm-hmm. gangs, right? And uh, but it, but he he has wild exploits. Like when he's in Ireland, he kidnaps. He's in with a kidnapping of people. Yep. And when he's in Asia, these guys are not even these Asian gangs. They're pretty. They're pretty bad. They're pretty hardcore. Yeah. But he's. I guess he's a darling guy. I don't mm-hmm. know. But he's got this. It's a great Irish accent. There is nothing more. I mean. Yeah, Irish, really attractive, right? Really attractive, fun, sweet. No, I mean the accent. Yeah, I know. It's so attractive. Same as Australian. Yeah, those two there's are something, very, there's something yeah, there. Yeah, Scottish to me, not so no, much. No, English, not no, so much. No, um, but, British, not but, so much. But no, yeah, yeah, the Irish accent. There's yeah, something there's there. Something there. Yeah. The way they, the way they, I don't know. It just it melts you a little yeah. bit, right? So, but it, but in his story, um, I think he's, but he's like. He gets crazy into the drugs, and he's like tries to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. He's doing drugs and alcohol and ecstasy. Yeah, and he literally like really f's his life up. Yeah. right? and uh, one day another one of his Irish friends who came over says to him, "If you ever want to stop, you know, let me know because I'm I'm in this like twelve step program." Yeah, and he didn't know what the heck it was, right? Like that. But he said he had tried to kill himself like six times. Yes. And Somebody the, always intervened. He said, that's right. Because he's golden. He said, I'm a bronzer, I would have, I would have succeeded. <laughs> yeah. He did say that yeah. every time somebody, yeah. somebody, you know, intervened. Yeah. And uh, so he decides to go to the 12-step program and he gets sober. Yeah. And he gets, and he gets healthy. Yeah. You know, and uh, 
He said that he had to go to his the gang leader and tell him that he was no longer going to do it. Yeah. And he said, the guy goes, well, let's take a ride. And he goes, oh, boy. Oh, God, I'm gonna, what's going to happen now? I'm going to, yeah. And he said, instead of like, I thought I, I thought he was going to pull a gun on me. He said, hey, I'll, you know, I'll t- give me your customers. Yeah. He goes, I'll give you a cut and you'll just have free money every week. Yeah. And he goes, I can't do this. Yeah. I doesn't. I, I can't, I got to get out of the life. Yeah. And so he just, you know, he gave him his customers or whatever. But how did he eventually, he went from that to then, he said he was at a party or? He went from that to somehow being discovered on as a model. No, oh. he, he said he was at a party and, and a girl goes, and he, and he goes, I got nothing to do right now. I need to find a job. She goes, well, you're really cute. Why don't you become a model? Okay. And he said, I just, he goes, well, I guess I could. And he just looked in the phone book and at modeling agencies. Yeah. And uh, he said he joined one that was like, now looking back, it was like not even a, a decent modeling right, agency. Right, right, right. But he said he got a call from uh, a director or a producer who had been looking through photos who was doing a very 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 low budget movie right. and looking for an irish kind of a and he and he wanted him and so he goes well okay i'll, yeah. I'll do it yeah and then i can't remember how what else he did but then be, because of that he met some other and he then he started doing movies and and then our stunts or, yeah. or something yeah and then uh uh he met people who, who would like hey what is your life? You know, well, you need to write a book about your life. And and then he goes, well, I guess I could. And, you know, and then they go, well, this needs to be a series. Oh my God. This is like, this is awesome. And you're just like, oh my God, he's so golden. Yeah. I mean, even though he's had all this shit happen to him. Yeah. And, you know, is he golden because of all this stuff happening to him? He's been able to to recover, but he has these great, great stories to tell. Yeah. But I mean, for somebody else, like you said, they would have they would have not sur- survived a, a right. suicide attempt right or what's the what's the uh you know what's the odds of of somebody just finding you and saying yeah would you be in my movie right you know? can and i then, and yeah. then doing it you and know? then doing it yeah well you were talking about odds and i i had a thought this week and i'm going to share this thought we're almost over and i want to um okay and i wanted to uh you were talking about odds, and I wanted to talk about this uh, odds. I was re- hearing some guy talk on Instagram, and it said, ninety-five um, percent of people who lose weight gain it back. Ninety-five percent. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. He goes, so I had a weight loss program. I took it off because I just can't bear it to think that people lose weight on my program and then gain it back ninety-five mm-hmm. percent of the time. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, oh my god. At some point, you you can say to yourself, "Oh, I've tried a hundred different things. I am literally destined to succeed now because <laughs> I've got. I'm at my the odds. Are the odds are in my favor. favor now. So you know, <laughs> at some point, yeah. the odds do become in your favor. Isn't that wild? It's, and so maybe it, me, that's I can what be I said. To, I said this week. Yeah, you were. We were talking about odds. And I said, you know, Julie, eventually some spaghetti sticks to the wall. Exactly. But speaking of um, weight loss programs, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about Greg because he's golden. Yes, he is. And you saw him on On Noom. On Noom. Yep. On On a... Instagram, uh, Instagram real. It was you were just not like, even. You were like, didn't know it was going to happen because yeah. I knew that they had asked through. him to send him some stuff, and it was just a, a literally a heartbeat 
of a guy raising his shirt up, taking a selfie. And I'm like, oh my God, I know that guy. <laughs> Why do I know this guy? Why does he look familiar to me? I'm like, oh my God, it's my brother. Oh my God. I know. I know. And then, and he said that Zoom, excuse me, Zoom, Zoom is calling him back up saying, we want more, yeah. more Greg, more Greg. Yes, yes. And I think that's cool because in, in, in the way we've known Greg, he's always been golden. Always golden. He's always been the golden child. Yep. Always been the golden child. And, and that's the truth. Yeah. You know? I'm bronze. He's golden. That's okay. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. He's a Tom Cruise lookalike. I, I really don't know. I know we had a picture of him in the store. Yeah. You have Tom Cruise as a customer? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. That's we do. So, girlfriend, how was the show this week? Oh, man, it went by fast. It did. It was great. <laughs> it was great. 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 